Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, August 25th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Lunk Dow and the 24 hour countdown to Lunk Staking. How to stake, APYs, and more. Let's take a listen. I'm incredibly excited. I think maybe, maybe something helpful just to give a little backstory to show you why we're so excited. So, our long term goal as Lunk Dow was to revive the Lunk blockchain, right? And now it's finally happening. Now we're, we're past this critical chapter. I think to understand that, now maybe, give, maybe I can give you a little backstory. So me, Coach Bruce Wrangler, CEO Coach Bruce Wrangler and Jimmy, we started LunkDAO with this idea to revive the Lunk blockchain. I think, Jimmy, when did you first invest in Lunk? How long ago was it? Can you remember? I think it was around like, uh, it was actually May of last year. So right after like the first like mini DPEG. Um, that's when I had eyes on on UST and and Lunk and uh, yeah, and then uh, rest of history, I guess. Mm. So may- maybe the thing you need to understand about us as as like founders of LunkDAO is we've been here for a year or two. So I invested around a year and a half ago um, for the first time, and and we saw the original Lunk blockchain come from nothing in its original incarnation. This idea of the algorithmic stablecoin, we saw it rise from basically less than a dollar. Uh, to $119. We saw it come from nothing. This incredible ascent, the community thriving, uh, the massive funds, the hedge funds investing, everyone building the VCs, the 150 apps being built on chain, and the whole ascent, the rocketing up to $119. And we weren't only investors, but we helped build the ecosystem. For instance, I think uh, maybe Jimmy can talk a little bit about this, but he was the one of the um, the developers, the builders in Prism Protocol, um, an app that had over 150 million dollars almost the same as lunk <laughs> almost the same as like the lunk m cap right now um so like we were involved big time as investors as builders as community members right from the beginning right from the original incarnation of the lunk blockchain and seeing it rise and then seeing it crash obviously um and then obviously something unexpected happened the ust dpeg and it spiraled to almost zero and we lost Personally, I lost millions and millions of dollars. I lost multi-millions of dollars. One of the worst things I've ever experienced. And I think it's the same for many people here. I think many people in this space, Sefi uh, at the top and, and Jimmy and others uh, and, and Rebel DeFi, I can see here, we lost millions and millions of dollars altogether. Um, so that was obviously terrible. And none of us expected it to happen. So, so we were here from the beginning. We're like, we're old school uh, gangsters. We're elders. We're dinosaurs. Lunk was a huge part of our life for about a year and a half, two years for some of us. And I think when the, when the chain crashed, there was a lot of grief, a lot of anger, and obviously massive financial losses. But at the same time, we didn't want to see everything we built just disappear, right? So it was more than the money. It was like, it was like if you'd spent two years building a house and a huge part of it was destroyed in a storm or something. 
you'd still want to repair it, right? Because you put so much time, so much blood, sweat, and tears. It was like a part of your person was invested uh, in building it. And it's the same with Lunk. You know, although it's like, you know, okay, it's digital, it's Web3 economies, it's all this stuff, it's on your computer. At the same time, it feels like something we've built. It's like our house. And it feels ugly. It felt ugly to somehow give up and build a new home and, and just move on completely. Obviously, that's a good idea in some ways. But at the same time, everything we put into Lunk, all of the apps, all of the building and stuff, um, I think deserves to remain. So we had this big heartbreak, but at the same time, a big sense of potential. And I remember thinking at the beginning, just because I lost a lot, just because everyone lost a lot, doesn't mean the chain is dead, right? So a few days after the crash, I remember thinking, okay, look at this thing. There's still 150 apps. There's still a set of validators. The chain is still running. Uh, there's still enough validator rewards to run the thing for a few years. There are potentially ways to re-collateralize UST, USTC now. Um, the chain is still working. It's running. And then add to that that the whole world is watching, right? So everyone likes a turnaround story. And, and it's very, very hard to get so much attention, even if it is negative. And we've all seen, <laughs> we've all seen like turnaround stories. Uh, I, I don't know why this came into my head, but look at how popular Mike Tyson is now. That was a very controversial figure, right? in the 80s and the, the rape allegations and everything else. Um, but like, everyone loves Mike Tyson now. He's like the, the fucking grandfather of the generation. He's like someone everyone respects. They listen to his podcasts and stuff. I don't know why I'm making a Mike Tyson analogy here, but it kind of works, I guess. But, but my point is like, whenever there's a lot of attention, whenever there's a lot of negative attention, that attention can be turned around. And having the world's attention is an opportunity, especially combined with, with all the things that were built. So I thought, like before starting uh, LunkDAO, if we can change that narrative, if we can put attention on the idea of revival, if we can flip people's mindsets around to a positive attitude, where they think of the possibilities rather than the destruction and the anger and everything else, then we can turn Lunk around. So I thought it was particularly interesting as an opportunity, right? Because 150 apps were built, a vast functioning ecosystem, although a lot of it has been kind of broken with the UST thing, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars of development to have all that puts Lunk way ahead of almost every chain. And it certainly puts it ahead of almost every meme coin, right? Like Dodge and Shiba and whatever else. So um, this, this spirit, this idea of potential was the reason we started LunkDAO. It's the reason we came up with this idea of burning Lunk. So burning, I think a lot of people misunderstand it. For us, burning is, is, is quite simple in principle, right? It's easily understood. To just destroy the, lunar, the Lunk supply, to, to to burn it, to destroy it. Every little thing helps, obviously. But at the same time, we realized that just running this lunar validator, we probably weren't going to burn that much alone, right? So, so the true objective of burning Lunk when we started three months ago was really a renewed, massive focus on the Lunk blockchain. Burning brings attention and engagement. It brings new people. It brings investors. It brings people who want to... Like, like look, at our, um, look at our Twitter. It grew from about zero to, I think it's like 42, 43,000 now in only a few months, right? The amount of engagement, the amount of interest we got is insane. And all of that is like a potent energy that can be directed at rebuilding the Lunk blockchain. So that's exactly what happened. We started burning, um, others started burning too, uh, like Lunk whales and I think a lot of tokens now and whatever else. And suddenly everyone kind of absorbed this idea that we could actually do this, like it was actually possible. We could revive Lunk together. And it was a beautiful thing to see happen, right? So I kind of saw it like, I have a history as like a, a Buddhist monk and a, and a meditator. So I kind of saw it like, you know, we're gonna light this little candle, uh, this little burning candle, and then we're gonna spread it to a few people. 
And then over time, it's just going to end up rippling. It's going to end up spreading virally and take over. And that's exactly what happened. And then, of course, Terror Rebels came along and they started working on the, the chain updates to enable staking and delegation. This, this little um, hub of developers and people who truly cared about the chain started. And, uh, and it was, that was also beautiful to see, right? Because we hoped a team would take over. Um, and it was incredible to see such a team of like organized professionals, people who actually, you know, have a, have a true um, intention to repair this thing and put together a new code base, start it. Um, so we're super glad for all the ways that they helped and the way we could help them as well, generating this huge community behind them. Uh, I think we helped a lot of stages like threatening Orion money and everyone else to upgrade and stuff and, and a lot of threats behind the scene and assassinations and everything else. Um, yeah, but seriously, it's been, it's been just amazing to see unfold. I think what's happening now is exactly what we were aiming for. We had this little dream uh, in the back of our heads back in May, uh, and it's always cool to see your visions come true, right? It's always cool to see what you imagine, what you hope for come true. And I think this is what's happening now. The re-enabling of staking and delegation makes the chain much more functional again. It, it kind of renews, it regenerates the foundation. It means there'll be a huge surge of people coming and creating wallets and, and staking their, their, their lunk now. It means that the validators that are currently operating might change. It means that people like Happy Caddy Crypto and Terror Rebels and, and all the other people who supported Lunk and maybe new entrants to the community will start their validators. And, and this whole community will kind of reshuffle, right? It'll change. Um, so this, this one change enabling staking is going to bring a huge amount of new life to the chain. It's going to inspire different projects to build here. It's going to help everyone take it seriously again. And I think for me, it's like the point at which the phoenix rises from the ashes, right? It's, it's like a special transitional point. And that's why it's so incredible to us. And that's like, that, that was our vision three months ago. And to see it come true is truly incredible. Yeah, so that's like <laughs> why I'm excited. I think in this space today, we're just going to talk about like the, the ins and outs of staking. Like what is staking? Where did the rewards come from? Uh, how do you claim them? What are the terms of staking? Uh, is the money safe? Basically every question we've got in the last week or so, we're going to go through it one by one. I think uh, maybe uh, maybe Jimmy, you could talk a little bit about like what is staking in the first place. Like I think a lot of people here are maybe new from from a prior experience of BSC shitcoins and and meme coins and stuff, and they're not too familiar with with how staking operates. So maybe um, like a little introduction would be good. Yeah, I think you know if most po folks just trade on top of centralized exchanges like Binance or FTX or Coinbase um you really don't get the full experience of DeFi right um and maybe you heard the term of staking or mining or these rewards and maybe have a bunch of questions but um we we can start with just the very very basics of you know exactly what is staking and I'll try to just simplify it in layman's terms so anyone can understand um and I guess I'll draw the analogy to like proof of work mining. I think most people are familiar with proof of work mining and they've heard about it before. And, and maybe, you know, that there are graphics cards and GPUs involved and um, it, it became popular with Bitcoin. Right. And uh, essentially what happens in proof of work is a bunch of computers just come together and they solve really hard math problems. And the person that um, does the most work in solving these math problems, they get rewarded with a little bit of Bitcoin in terms of inflation, right? So that's usually how proof of work mining works. Um, but for proof of stake, it's a little bit different. Um, instead of all these computers crunching really hard and trying to solve hard math problems, we say, hey, okay, let's not waste all that energy 
most of this energy is being wasted since you know only one person is gonna get the reward anyway. Let's just all pull our money in together, and you'll get rewarded proportionally from uh, the pool of money that you know you've contributed into the pile. And exactly, that's exactly just what proof of stake uh, proof of stake is, um, and it's a way for blockchains to essentially secure and uh, sign off on all the transactions that are happening on chain. Um, and these rewards, they can come from a myriad of places, right? Like some are inflationary, like Bitcoin, like Ethereum, those are all inflationary. Um, but the cool thing about Terra and Terra Classic was that, you know, these these um, these rewards that come um, from staking, they weren't inflationary. They came from the binting, the minting and burning mechanism of Luna Classic and UST Classic. Right, every time people wanted to uh, create Luna Classic or create, um, you know, UST Classic, they had to pay a little bit of a fee um, to to make that swap. And all of those fees and rewards kind of just accumulated in the reward, the Oracle Rewards pool. Um, and of course, like during the DPEG event, there was a whole bunch of minting and burning that was happening that created, you know, the 7 trillion, nearly 7 trillion supply of Luna Classic. And a lot of those fees um, went into these Oracle reward pool, uh, the Oracle reward pool. So um, currently at the moment, you know, no new USTC or no uh, Luna Classic is being made. Um, it's not inflationary. So I think it'll be um, a pretty interesting uh, kind of outlook when staking is re-enabled and some of these rewards are now being able to flow back to those who uh, wish to stake with the, uh, uh, on the Terra Classic chain. So yeah, so that's just like a quick mm. brief on proof of work mining, proof of stake, and uh, some of the where the rewards are coming from that uh, we'll be seeing in the next day or so. Yeah, perfect. So I think uh, maybe a lot of people here have have, have like uh, invested in some kind of coin that has released staking, and then they've staked it only to realize that they they're gaining these rewards, they're gaining more tokens, but the value of the tokens is going down massively because it's all inflationary, right? So, so like there can be a massive APY, but at the same time, the the underlying value, the, the fundamental value of the token is going down, down, down. So in fact, you gain nothing. Uh, you're in this peculiar situation where you're like gaining more and more tokens, but at the same time, you're losing. But it's it's very different here because we have a pool of rewards that are real value. Um, it, it's it's like it's a non-inflationary reward. So it's it's quite unique. Um, so let me look. So the next question was the rewards payout. How frequent? Is the rewards payout? It's every six seconds. Every single block, um, every single block that's processed on the blockchain is is uh, paying out rewards. That means that when you stake your coins for the first time, when you stake your lump for the first time, it'll start paying out immediately. You can check back in one minute, two minutes, three minutes, and it will have more and more and more. And you'll be able to claim those rewards immediately. It might not be a good idea to because the the transaction cost might be more than you the rewards you get in like two minutes. But at the same time, it's paid out every second. So. In order to claim your rewards, there's no like period of waiting. You don't have to wait for it at the end of the month or something. You can claim it immediately. Um, and if you want like the, the numbers on this, I think in total, there's around 65 million uh, in the rewards pool right now at, at the current value, which means around $2.7 million paid out in rewards uh, in Lunk split proportionately between all of the Lunk stakers. So I think a lot of people were asking, like, what's, what's the APY? What's the reward rate? It really depends on how many people staked. But this $2.7 million uh, per month is going to be split proportionally between all of the stakers, right? So it could be really high, 
but it, it depends upon how many people stake, right? Um, but I think overall, if you're if you're somebody who wants to hold Lunk long term and you truly believe in the community, then staking certainly makes sense, right? So, um, and then how? Okay, so I'm just going through the questions we've got here. So, how do I claim them? How do I claim these rewards? Uh, when you stake, you there's simply a claim button. <laughs> You'll be able to just press the button, and there's like a minimal fee. I'm not sure what it is now, but like a few cents or something uh, to claim the rewards. Um, and terms of staking. So, so people were asking, like, how long do I have to lock it up for? Uh, what can I do with it? Can I just take it out anytime? How does it work? Um, so, proof of stake chains in general. Staking means that you lock your tokens into a validator for a fixed time duration, which can vary, right? Sometimes it's quite short, sometimes it's quite long. Um, and sometimes you can just stake and immediately withdraw it. Uh, I think if, you, if any of you are familiar with Astroport, that works that way. But the, the Lunk blockchain works on a 21-day basis, right? So you secure um, your tokens, you stake your tokens for 21 days, and in exchange, uh, you get to secure the network and gain rewards for that. So you can undelegate at any time, but the coins will take 21 days to release. So say if you delegate with uh, LunkDAO or any other validator, Terra Rebels or whoever else, or Orbital Command I see down here, if you delegate with any of us and you want to undelegate, um, that means that your coins, the initial capital, the initial capital invested and staked will take 21 days to unstake. There's an undelegation process. The downside of this is that you receive no rewards during the process while you're undelegating, right? So there's a, it's, it's, it's how blockchains work in terms of incentives, right? There's an incentive to lock it up, an incentive to stake it, to, to receive these rewards. And there's like a, a, a disincentive to not stake it because you'll lose the rewards, right? So you can, you can, uh, you can undelegate anytime you like, and you can stake anytime you like, but you'll, you'll lose the rewards in the undelega undelegation process, right? Um, another question was about redelegation. Like, let's say you, you've delegated to a certain validator and they suddenly fuck around, uh, right? So they, they, they raise the commissions a lot or they don't do the, what they said they would do, or maybe they said they would burn Lunk and they end up not burning Lunk or something like that, or you just don't like them, like they post weird stuff on Twitter. Um, Right, they post like uh, whatever on Twitter, like some some weird fucking DAO I know, right? Something like that. Um, in that case, you, you can redelegate immediately, right? So you can read, say, say you were staking with uh, Orbital Command and they misbehave, they post like weird stuff on Twitter, make weird tweets. You can immediately redelegate with LunkDAO, right? So it, it's it's kind of like uh, in politics, you might elect an official like the president for four years, and you have to kind of wait. Uh, for him to end his term, right, in order to get a new president. But here, if anyone misbehaves, if anyone acts against community interests, like raising the commission, uh, not voting in support of the community, not doing what they promised to do, uh, it can instantly be punished. So there's a big incentive for validators to support the community um, because otherwise they'll lose their stakers, right? So, uh, Pantera, do you have any points to add? Yeah, I just want to say, uh, first of all, thank you so much for putting on the space here. Um, this is very informative. Uh, if you do redelegate, just be sure, like may maybe talk a little bit more about how that actually works, because I know a lot of people back in the day used to undelegate and then go and, and delegate again, and you lose your 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 rewards during that time. But if you redelegate, uh, if your validator that you're staked to happens to be posting weird things or you know getting a little bit too spiritual on Twitter, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you want to make sure that you actually select redelegate and you won't lose any rewards for that time. It'll just move your delegation to, a, to the new, um, validator, which, which could be bytes digital group. Of course, we, you know, we've kept our validator spun up and running, uh, this entire time. We, we barely miss blocks even throughout the chaos of May. So just, you know, yeah. So, so you're saying if, if bytes digital group posts some inappropriate stuff like naked fixtures or something, then, then, uh, you can redelegate to LunkDAO. Yeah, precisely. If we, you know, if we start to post weird things, um, you know, about sexuality or things that people feel aren't necessarily relevant to um, mm-hmm. the success of Lunk, uh, then please feel free to delegate away from us. But I ask that, you know, just so you can keep those rewards coming, don't undelegate and then redelegate. There's actually a redelegate button that you want to click so that you don't miss mm-hmm. out on 21 days of those sweet rewards. Yeah, I also want to say that uh, Pantera has rejected God, but but Lunkdown are, are men of God. We follow the Bible, we go to church every day. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's a religious aspect of this too, right? You know, you want to follow people with the same beliefs. Anyway, uh, next question, is the money safe? So validators have no access to your initial capital, right? So the amount, say if you're, if you're staking 100 Lunk, <laughs> which is quite a small amount now, I was thinking in like old terms. If you're staking, say, a million Lunk, uh, with a validator, they don't have access to your funds. They can't run away with them. It's not like um, it's not like you're handing it over to someone and they can do anything with it. Um, but at the same time, although you can't lose the funds, uh, running a validator of itself is a big responsibility and it shouldn't be treated lightly, right? So this is why you should choose wisely. So to run a validator well, you need experience. Obviously, you need to have done it a few times before on different chains. Um, you need everything installed correctly. Uh, which often isn't easily taught. It's often quite fiddly and annoying, like the running of oracles and, and different things like that and updates and the right hardware and uh, everything else. So uh, th- the reason I'm saying this is because if a validator messes up, if they fuck up, if they, they fail to install updates or they, they run bad hardware or something like that, if they mess up, then the chain generally uh, jails them. And jailing them means that it's kind of taken out of the active network uh, receiving rewards. And what that means is that the rewards the validator should get are no longer going to you or a small proportion of them are going to you. So um, validators can be, can be jailed. They can be slashed uh, is another term for missing blocks or double signing or, 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 or fucking up in a number of different ways. But your initial capital, even if that happens, is safe. It's just that you might lose the rewards. So say if, um, I don't know, some validator is not paying attention, you know, he's, he's having a divorce, He's drinking a lot. He's not paying attention. He's not doing the upgrades. He, he's just fucking around and he doesn't notice there's been a chain upgrade. At that point, the validator might be jailed or uh, removed from the network, the active staking rewards pool. And, and if you're a staker with that person who, who might be Pantera, then at that point, uh, you're not receiving any more rewards. Pantera, do you have anything to, to say? Any defense? Uh, no, uh, that's, that's an indefensible action. So uh, I'm not going to even attempt to defend uh, what, what might happen. But I will say that, you know, for, for people out there that are curious, because there's so many options with who to stake for, uh, you should look for validators that are very active on Twitter, uh, potentially people that, you know, have nothing better to do than just monitor, um, you know, the, the reactions to the crowd and the hoi polloi on Twitter. So uh, you don't want to get stuck with one of these ghost validators that might be a, a white label of some other character, actor, or uh, somebody that's just going to raise their commission to a very high rate all of a sudden without any announcement you want to make sure in fact i would just i would just look at the uh frequency that that your validator is posting on twitter 
uh, and how much engagement they get, that's usually a good indicator of, of who to stake with. So, uh, you know, take, sure. take that advice how you will. For sure. So I think uh, Pantera is hitting at two principles here. Um, firstly, it's how active your validator is in voting, in, in supporting things, in doing chain upgrades, everything else. But it's also how much of a loser they are. Like the, the bigger of a loser they are, the more time they have at home just running their fucking node, the better. Um, so uh, I think there are, I would say, maybe mm, t- maybe two types of validators you should be a little bit wary of. It's the validators who are like the, the old community, um, the old parts of the chain who are no longer uh, that interested in Lunk, who are just running a validator for pure profit. Because obviously staking can be very profitable. Um, the, the rewards pool is big. There's, there's millions and millions of dollars in the rewards pool. Uh, and validators who run the network uh, can receive a great deal of that if they choose to. So that's a thing to be wary of. A lot of people are here just for money. They don't truly care. They don't have a big heart for the Luna commu- for the Lunk community. Um, they're not truly interested in the long-term success of the chain, right? They're just here for the money. And and the other kind of people you should be a bit wary of is probably um, people who've never run a validator before, right? So they can they can, despite good intentions, they can maybe mess up a bit. You know, they can they can pour their diet coke inside their their server or something. You know, they they can mess up in lots of different ways. It's better to choose people who've had. Uh, some experience or some technical expertise. Um, and I think the, the, the key thing, as, as Pantera said, is to choose somebody who knows exactly what they're doing, right? So uh, a kind of uh, someone with good hardware, someone with 100% uptime, somebody who burns lunk maybe with their yield, somebody who's a kind of a, a king of validator nodes, uh, somebody who runs really good validator nodes and uh, has a history of burning lunk, maybe somebody who rhymes with uh, Spunk Dow or hunk dow uh somebody like that uh i'm not going to name names because i think you all know who we're talking about um okay next question how to stake so oh let me just add this so i posted a tweet earlier which is a tutorial of how to stake lunk let me just add that to the pinned yeah just just to really drive the point home i mean you want to make sure you're staking with someone that has absolutely nothing better to do then be on Twitter 24-7. I mean, you're not even really sure what time zone they're in. You're not sure uh, if they even have the mental capacity to you know, hold a nine to five. They're just absolutely mm-hmm. insane. Uh, multiple personalities that is what keeps them awake throughout the night and uh, you know, keeps them running their validator at 100% uptime. Those are the kinds of people that you want to make sure yeah. they're really staking to. Yeah, the, the, I, my way of seeing it is the more sexually inexperienced, the better, right? The more sexually inexperienced, the better. I think you want a virgin. You want somebody who has not discovered the world of women because women are an immense distraction. If you think you are the kind of person who is capable of seducing a woman, getting a woman in bed, having a relationship with a woman, you're probably not going to be a good validator node. And that's why we're so good at what we do, right? Because we're virgins. Me and Jimmy are virgins. Uh, and I think Pantera is a, like a semi-virgin. He had sex a long time ago, but it's been like 10 years, so he's pretty good too. Anyway, so the next question is how to stake. Um, if you look at the pinned post in this space, I've, I've linked a tutorial of how to create a Terra wallet, right? So um, you just need to follow that. Click on the link in, in the tweet, uh, create a native Terra wallet. It's called a Terra Station wallet. They're, they're available for desktop. They're available for Chrome. They're available for uh, mobile apps. And um, it, it, it's fairly simple. 
you just go from whatever centralized exchange you're on, like Binance, like Qcoin, like um, uh, OKX or whatever else, and you choose to withdraw your lunk from that wallet, from your, from your, your uh, sex wallet, your, your centralized exchange wallet, to your Terra wallet address. And in order to get your Terra wallet address, you just click on the top right of the app or usually um, click on the, the Chrome app and it just comes up in the top right-hand corner. Uh, there's a little copy and paste button and your address should just display. Um, and then you paste that in the withdrawal uh, form for the, the centralized exchange. And there's no need for a memo. If you're transferring from a centralized exchange to a native Terra wallet, there's no need for a memo. It's only when you're doing the opposite that you need a memo. And it should just arrive in, in like five minutes, maybe a little longer if there's more network usage and, and more people are sending Lunk to the chain as they might do in the next few days. But uh, it, it should only take a few minutes. It generally takes like 30 seconds or something. It's very quick. Um, th the only thing you might screw up is when you first install the wallet, whether it's a mobile or the Chrome app or something, uh, it might be by default connected to the mainnet, which is the new Lunar network, uh, right? So in order to change that, you want to click on the little cogwheel, which is at the top of the, the Chrome app. And I think it's also at the top of the mobile app. I don't have it now. But you just click on that, and it should give you an option just to switch to, to Classic rather than Mainnet. Mainnet is the, the Lunar network, and Classic is the Lunk network. So as soon as you do that, and you've transferred from the centralized exchange, you shall see uh, Lunk in your wallet, right? So it'll be ready when staking is open. So what you want to do if you're on a centralized exchange like Binance is make a, make a native Terra wallet, transfer your Lunk to that wallet, and make sure that it's sitting in your wallet ready so you can stake as soon as possible because the highest reward rates will be right at the beginning, right? <laughs> and, uh, and also, just to mention that LunkDAO will definitely be ready for that point. Okay, so when to stake? Yeah, I'll just, I'll just add here too that, you know, if, you, if you're planning on staking, you might want to plan ahead. Um, I think Binance uh, sent out some messages earlier that they were going to be halting, um, halting withdrawal. Mm deposits um to and from you know the centralized exchange and the terra classic chain um they're still going to allow you to trade you know on their centralized exchange of course but um, if you plan on staking um you should plan ahead and perhaps move it early or if you're okay with you know missing out on the really high apy um rewards from the beginning you can do it after and see how it pans out yeah so so do it now it's the best idea because um from experience, it's very easy to get trapped in exchanges or, or be trapped from getting into exchanges. Uh, you want to do it as soon as possible to avoid all of that stuff. Um, next question, when to stake? So I think uh, as it currently stands, it's going to happen at block 9,100,009,990, which is approximately, I think, 11 p.m. tomorrow, about 6 p.m. Oh, 11 p.m. London time and about 6 p.m. American time. So you have to work out your own time zone. Um, but it's approximately in around, I think, 27 hours. So, so yeah, around 27 hours from now is when staking the upgrade will initiate. Hopefully, it happens without any kind of hitches. Um, it might take a little while. It might take a few hours. I don't know. But it should happen within that kind of time range, um, providing there's no errors or anything. Um, and uh, in order to stake, all you do is when you've created your, your Terra Station uh, mobile app, or your, your Terra Station desktop app, or maybe even your mobile app, um, you, you go to the staking tab on your, on your, for instance, your mobile app, and there is a list of validators. 
And uh, LunkDAO will be there tomorrow. We're not currently there because it's kind of like our, our validator. We purchased somebody else's. It's kind of like uh, we just purchased a Lamborghini or something. Um, but it's not currently running. So we just need to, as soon as the, the chain activates tomorrow, as soon as uh, staking activates tomorrow, we'll be immediately online. Um, and then you'll be able to scroll down the list of validators and find LunkDAO or whoever else you want to validate. You know, Maybe if you want to uh, be with more of an atheist guy, you could choose Pantera. And maybe if you want to choose uh, someone else, you could choose Rebels, uh, sorry, Orbital Command or somebody. Um, it's up to you. But you click on the staking tab and you scroll down, you choose whoever you want to validate with, and then you, you, you select to delegate uh, whatever amount of, of Lunk you want to delegate. And then it's just a, a matter of clicking a button. It's just a matter of clicking delegate. It's very easy, super easy. Um, another question is, is, what's the minimum or the maximum that I can stake? And there's no minimum or maximum, I don't think. Jimmy, do you know if there's any kind of minimum? I don't think there is. There kind of is like a soft, there's, like a, there's no minimum, but there is a soft maximum since um, yeah. there is, um, there's like a 20% cap per validator. So, I mean, sure, may, maybe you're a giga whale and like your jump capital or, or Doquan or something like that. And, and you can spread out your uh, voting power across, you know, two or three validators. But uh, any one validator can't have more than 20% voting power. Right. So if you got like more than more than maybe, uh, I don't know, 20 million, 20 million dollars worth of lunk, then, then maybe you need to be a little bit conservative uh, and spread your, your lunk around if you want to have voting, voting rights. Um, but yeah, there's there's no there's no real minimum. The only real minimum is like you, you, you need uh, you need more than the transaction fees. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's fine. And, and also when you're staking, it, it costs a little bit. It costs a transaction fee. So I think one of the, the common errors people will probably make in the next few days is when they're, when they're staking, say, 1 million lunk, you need to not stake your entire amount. You need to leave about 5 lunk left uh, in order to pay for those transaction fees, right? So um, uh, what else? I've gone through quite a lot. Another question was, was when is the 1.2% the tax burn? Um, Jimmy, maybe you want to speak about this? Yeah, so this upcoming upgrade is going to enable the uh, um, the, the the burning module, and it's going to start off with zero percent, um, and then right afterwards, um, a new uh, chain parameter change uh, can come through. And of course, I think we're going to go with a one point two percent, but that's going to take another um, two weeks for governance to pass, essentially, um, and that's when you'll see um, all of the the, the burning happening. Um, for for swaps and all the other transactions that happen on the Terra Classic chain, um, and that's just like you know a number that kind of the community has kind of rallied around one point two percent. But of course, in the future, we can always revisit this and and say maybe it's too much, too little. Maybe we change it to two point five, five, you know, maybe even ten percent um, to really accelerate the burn. Mm, perfect. So maybe maybe we'll just shill ourselves now. So, so why stake with LunkDAO, right? I think we've, we've kind of covered that in the intro a little bit, talking about our mission and what we wanted. Like our, our biggest goal here is to make Lunk thrive as a blockchain. It's to regenerate the Lunk blockchain. It's to rise it from the ashes. It's to make sure that it's like one of the, the greatest blockchains in the world. Again, uh, I think it would be an amazing story for it to rise from so much destruction and to again regenerate and to rise up the rankings again. I think it's... it's it's a beautiful thing, especially since we're people who've, who've spent time here uh, building, building the community for so long, 
um, being here right from the beginning and stuff like that, I think it's, it would be an amazing thing. And I think it certainly has amazing unlock potential. Um, but overall, I think, I think the important thing with, with validators and for Lunk to thrive as a chain is to make sure that people are staking with people who truly care about the Lung community, right? To make sure that people who truly care about the Lung community are running the chain. Now, that doesn't just mean running uh, nodes with 100% uptime, um, doing the basics. It means they actually invest their time, their money, their votes, their emotional energy in actually helping this ecosystem, right? So it means, it means building, it means campaigning for good governance, it means uh, writing proposals, it means donating the yield, not just profiteering or something. It means having real skin in the game, being real community members, real active voices in the community, right? So uh, right now, if you look at the, the existing validators list, there are a lot of validators who are primarily looking to, to maybe, uh, I don't know what term to use, but maybe suck the staking rewards dry just to profit. Uh, a lot of people are in this position. They've, they've kind of moved on to other chains. Um, different cosmos chains, different ecosystems, they've moved on quite firmly. They're not putting any attention on the old chain anymore. Um, and they moved on. They're just looking to suck out the rewards that they currently have. So uh, these kind of people, although they, they, they do the job of, of maintaining network security, of maintaining consensus, they're not people who actively help the community, right? They don't actively campaign for governance. They don't donate their own money to help. They don't donate their yield. Um, they didn't vote for the rebels proposal, right? They weren't really paying attention. They're, they're, they're running this in the background just to hopefully like scoop out some cash. So you really want to choose people who support the community. Um, uh, obviously, we're a big pe person, but uh, as well as that, like LunkDAO, uh, oh, that's us too. Um, as well as that, like uh, Terra Rebels and um, I think Happy Caddy Crypto and a lot of the new kind of uh, influencers and leaders who've been here since the start of the crash. Um, a lot of these people are going to start validators. And I think th the best choice is to put your stake Luna, sorry, to put your stake Lunk, I'm talking in old terms, in their hands, right? Um, to make sure that, that, that the current Lunk, the current community, hands over their Lunk, hands over the staking to the people who truly support the chain, not just the opportunists. Um, and I think another cool thing, I mentioned this before a little bit, but it's, it's, it's like, if if a if a validator misbehaves, even if you do stake to someone and they seem like a good guy, if they end up misbehaving, if they don't do what they say they'll do, if they maybe uh, you know say they'll donate lunk to the burn or something, or if they say they'll build projects, or if they say they'll drop you NFTs or whatever else, if they don't do what they'll say they'll do, um, then at that stage it's good to redelegate to somebody who actually does what they says they'll do, some kind of person with integrity, right? So it, it, it's pretty cool in this way, in that. Um, the people who you stake with uh, can easily be changed, right? So there's no real risk. Um, so like, if, for instance, even if you stake with LunkDAO and for some reason LunkDAO misbehaves in a massive way, you can always redelegate with Pantera or whoever else, right? So, so there's no real risk. Um, yeah, but, but uh, it's, it's called Terabytes, by the way, not, not, not Pantera. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. T Pantera is the person and Terabytes is the node. Uh, I'm sorry for that. Correct. I, I try and keep my... Uh my government name uh separate from my validator name for legal issues you try and keep anonymous but yeah i i think obviously um lunk dao is a is a very good option if you're going to stake with someone why because we've been here since the very start of the lunk blockchain we're investors we're builders right from the very beginning we built this thing like the thing that everyone is using now we helped build it 
and 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 our mission overall is to see this thing thrive we're thinking very long term like for me personally i just don't care about rewards in the short term i care about two five ten years down the line making sure this thrives in its own right right so i think you want to choose people with a very very solid long-term vision who do things who act in a way um that that supports that long-term vision and obviously um we put our money where our mouth is right so in the last I think three months or so, we've donated about thirty, thirty-five thousand, depending on the price, uh, thirty-five thousand dollars of lunk just from our yield as a donation uh, to burn lunk. We've generated all this attention. We've been campaigning nonstop, um, and also, if you are to choose us, then then we're obviously a person, uh, a person, a people who've, who've who've validated many chains before. We have long-term experience running chains. We have a hundred percent uptime, uh, the best hardware, the most geeky kind of hardware, water-cooled shit. Uh, we have, um, you know, technically, technically, we know exactly what we're doing. We follow all of the updates. We run things perfectly. We make sure it has 100% uptime. Um, and we also, of course, direct our yields towards helping the ecosystems through burning, um, burning, burning lung, as we have done before. And we're also going to educate. So up to now, it's mainly been about burning. But I think in future, now that the now that the staking's re-enabled, now that the 1.2% tax is being re-enabled, we're going to focus much more on on things like education, helping people learn about the ecosystem. Because obviously, some of us here are, are from the old days. We know all about the the apps and the ecosystem. We know all about the possibilities, but many people here are brand new. Um, so education is going to be a huge part of helping this chain work again, right? So. We're going to help people get into the the, the basics and, and get deeper into the classic um, DeFi ecosystem. Um, and then, uh, you know, like how protocols work, uh, how you can use them, maybe money making opportunities, things like that. Uh, things that you can build on the kind of marketplaces you can release your NFT sets on. Everything like that is is we're going to focus on educating people. Um, <clears throat> and as well as that, we also want to build, right? Because I think builders are some of the most important people. Um, we have an NFT project currently in progress, and I think uh, if any of you are listening now, a little bit of alpha, which uh, we haven't shared, is that if you are among the first few stakers, I won't say how many, but the first few, uh, let's say thousand or so, there are going to be some benefits for you. And uh, there's no concrete timeline on this, but certainly we want to reward people who are loyal, people who support us, and and we'll make sure to do that in the upcoming months. So um, expect to be. Uh, gifted something or other, or to have an opportunity, a discount, a kind of a privilege for being one of the first few stakers with us. Um, and we also, as well as the the things we're building ourselves, which might be NFTs, which might be marketplaces, which might be uh, different aggregators, things we're currently thinking about, um, we're also going to do our best to support people who build in the ecosystem. So a lot of people have plans, right? A lot of people have NFT sets to release, different apps they want to release, things they want to build. We're going to make sure that Everyone who wants to to build something, every important person in the ecosystem who wants to contribute and build something and help it thrive, is supported as much as possible with us. Um, yeah, maybe Jimmy, you have anything to add? Yeah, I think like you know, but before the the terror collapse, there was just a thriving ecosystem of smart contracts, and I think you know once these smart contracts are deployed, you know they're they're going to run forever. 
So after staking is enabled, I think it opens up a world of opportunities. Um, yeah, and then like what Coach Bruce said, like, yeah, we'll start with the basics of just educating folks on how to do, you know, the staking and how to work your wallet. But then there's a lot of uh, interesting stuff that's out there that, you know, consumed most of our time before the terror collapse on um, how these other protocols worked, how the how the uh, how the all the pieces fit together, and um, essentially how to um, find opportunities in in the landscape. So we're hoping to uh, bring that back to the Terra Classic community. Mm, for sure, um, and and I think it's also worth saying we're also going to support any kind of um, plans or or governance proposals that that support fixing the chain. So, for instance. Uh, UTSC, what used to be UST, is now like totally depegged. It's like, I don't know, two cents or something. If there are proposals, if there are plans to try and help uh, reestablish it at $1, which would help a lot of the old blockchain work, a lot of the apps work, then we're obviously going to support that. Um, so we're, we're thinking very long term. We're thinking like, how can we regenerate and repair and also build this thing? Yeah. Pantera, do you want to speak? Yeah. Um, we've had some meetings here at, uh, at Terabytes. Uh, just to talk about kind of our strategy as we roll out for the, the new staking. And, and I just wanted to comment on something and ask you, um, I, I figured you guys are probably on the same page as us, but we, we have been in the works. I can't give a solid um, timeline for this, but uh, we're working on full uh, Turkish support for, you know, everybody in Turkey, Turkish language, uh, you know, we'll be happy, happy to help them out and uh, cater to their every need. So I uh, just wanted to make that clear to everybody listening that, those of you in Turkey, um, you know, terabytes is, is uh, making that a priority as we move forward. And, you know, I'm not sure uh, what Lunkdao is, is doing on that, but, you know, happy to hear uh, <laughs> feedback from them. No, we, we're going to do as much as possible to support the Turkish community. Um, in terms of, of you, Pantera, are you talking about uh, creating a separate uh, Turkish Twitter account and also doing captions for your YouTube or is it more beyond that? Uh, I think that's that's really just a small part of it. Um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be support. Um, you know, whether that be emotional, physical, um, you know, on-site events, things like that. We, we've been talking about a lot. And again, I, I can't leak too much of our timelines on this. Um, but, you know, just just know that it's, you know, we have the interests of the Turkish people in mind, first and foremost, before uh, anyone, you know, American, Canadian, Korean. Um, we, we think that, you know, the community over there, uh, you know, they really stand out in their passion and we want to match that with our service. Mm -hmm. So you're saying you're going to put on a music festival in Ankara? Um, I'm not sure if, you know, I, I can't give away too many details. I'm actually not quite sure who you who you talked to that had mentioned of that, but um, that that's, you know, potentially in the cards. Right. Okay. Um, I think maybe uh, what we want to do now is, is obviously... Okay, let's summarize here. So in summary, LunkDAO is probably easily the best uh, validator node to stake to. I think we do everything better. We're more, we have better hardware, we have better uptime, we have uh, a better directive for donating our yield towards burning. We're going to burn as much as humanly possible. Um, we don't make much money from this. We just run uh, basically, uh, we, we only really spend money on our minimal costs. So the amount of amount of money it takes to run the node and to invest in in like the basic things of like how do we keep this thing running? Beyond that, we're investing a huge amount in in donating to burn dunk and and to do other things in the ecosystem. Um, so LunkDAO 
is inevitably the, the the greatest node to validate with. And I think the maybe the second best is uh, is Orbital Command, and the third best is Terabytes Digital. Would you would you disagree, Pantera? I think that's fair. You know, um, we're we're friendly here. We don't like to slander other validators. I would just say, uh, you know, maybe go back and look at the history of uptime between uh, terabytes and Orbital Command. That might be uh, something that you want to look at and research before you start delegating. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, so long as we're we're the big daddy, we're the lion. We don't mind how hyenas fight. You know, Orbital Command, uh, Bytes Digital, um, Happy Caddy Crypto, whoever they can all fight around the rest of the scraps. Uh, but yeah, I think maybe the next thing here is just to open it to questions. I think uh, hopefully we've opened, we've uh, answered a lot of your questions so far. I've tried to get through the list of everything anyone's asked me for the last week. But yeah, feel free to request and, and come up to the stage and we'll try to answer as best we can. Go ahead, uh, Luna V. Yeah, hey, uh, Lung Tao. First of all, thank you for everything you have done for the, for the blockchain and for the revival of the chain, especially. Um, I was wondering, uh, talking earlier about the 20% cop um, per validator, what would happen theoretically if there would be a validator who would um, overtake like more than three nodes? And would that validator then be able to go around that rule of 20% per validator somehow? And would that maybe be an issue if that validator would be maliciously acting? Mm, I, I think they can. I think one of the beauties of the blockchain is obviously anonymity, the fact that anyone can do anything secretly. So, so yeah, you can have situations where people do that. You can also have situations where, where the people who stake have a huge amount and they distribute it among different validators, right, who support their, their ideas. But mm, it's kind of unlikely. It's such a huge amount. Uh, I think it's unlikely. And I think yeah, but in if, the beginning, it's if, not such a huge amount. In the beginning, in the first blocks, you don't need yeah but, but, but i mean proposals take a long time to pass true you know it, it's i i think and also if anyone detects that that anyone is doing this uh acting in a kind of a malicious way then they can just redelegate instantly right so you know we'll stay on top of being aware of that but i think i don't know I, right now i see minimal risk i think it's okay i, I don't think there's a big risk of this what do you think jimmy yeah, I think like there's a, the safety of the first 60 days, right? Like no new validators can enter the uh, the set in the first 60 days. So currently, you know, you just you're just um, uh, you'll be able to stake with those that have been around the longest, who essentially have been um, here since the DPEG happened and didn't take advantage of everything that was going on. So and, and folks that are still running their nodes. So there is a bit of a safety factor um, in that regard, but let, like you mentioned, there might be a small risk where, say, Orion decides to collude with some other validators that are already in the active set. So, um, yeah, I think, like, again, being able to keep an eye on the validators that are open to the community, uh, active on Twitter, and uh, engage with the community. Um, those are the ones that you should be delegating to. And um, maybe these shadowy other validators might not want to show their face. Hmm. Pay, I, I recommend everyone goes back and looks at what happened in the last three months, right? The validators who really stood in the way of governance, who didn't respond, who, who like we pestered and said, please, can you vote yes? And they just didn't do it. People like that, I think you should stay away from because they're not engaged and they're not interested in the lung community. 
Um, they're, they're passively swallowing a lot of money, but they're not really engaged in helping and they don't have a long-term vision of how to help. They've, they've kind of given up on the long blockchain and they're just trying to get as much money as they can out of it, right? So um, somebody's just sent me a message saying, uh, Maverick, if you're here, uh, I think he said, if after 21 days I don't unstake and leave my lunk with the validator, does it roll over to the next 21 days? It, as, soon as, you as soon as you stake with, with say, LunkDAO or any other validator, you're yeah. just receiving rewards. You're continually receiving rewards. Um, nothing will stop that. The only thing that will stop that is if you, if you press the, the undelegate button, right? And then it will take 21 days to or undelegate. The, or the slashing event, right? Um, well, I, yeah, I mean, it depends. There are different peculiarities. Um, but yeah, that, 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 can, that can stop you receiving rewards until the validator is back online, um, which, is, which is kind of different. It can be like a short time period or it can be a longer time period, depending on the offense. Um, does that answer yeah. your question, Maverick, or have you got Yeah, more? It, it, does, it does answer the first part of my question. Thank you so much for having me on. I think I've been having challenges actually um speaking um i think the second part of my question would be um i think you mentioned earlier you know something about um long um long down creating um some sort of utilities nfts i just want to know like you know what what do you guys have in mind what do you guys what, what's your plan um for continuity in the sense of you know um nfts or what what does long dow staking definitely i'm going to stick with long dow i already have i'm trying to move my i'm trying to move my classic right now and it looks like everything is even at the moment you know being hung um but then i just want to, i want to move past the 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 staking delegation all of that i want to move past the 1.2 percent and all of that that's coming up but i want to know what i just want to have an insight of what long Dow has planned for for long moving forward right because uh, um if i'm going to reiterate what you said you said this is something you're thinking 10 years down the line um i just want to know you know what long long Dow has in plan in terms of like utilities for for the lunar classic community yeah um so i think in the short term uh we're currently working on an nft set uh which we're thinking of somehow uh rewarding the initial stakers with basically the people who supported us um who've supported the burn because it's kind of altruistic right because uh in order to run a validator that burns uh lunk or lunar or whatever else we need to charge slightly higher commissions because it's 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 not just our running cost, but it's also the burn amount. So anyone who has supported us, anyone who has staked with us, anyone who will stake with the Lunk validator is also supporting the burn. They're also supporting the whole chain. They're, they're giving up a little percent of their, their yield um, in order to help everyone. So w for, for me personally, it's really important to reward people who support that. I think it's it's really important to reward the the, the closest part of the community um, the people in the community who are willing to sacrifice their, not just their money, but also their time and their emotion uh, to help Lunk regenerate. I think that's super important. Um, and I think one of the first things we're going to do is, is, is drop an NFT set. We'll work out some kind of way, maybe, maybe dropping a part of that set to, to the initial stakers. We're not sure how many yet, but probably uh, stake early if you, if you want to get something like that. Um, and then uh, we're in discussions about NFT marketplaces. We're in discussion about... Um, you know things like yield aggregators and 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 different. So it, it, it's it's a little bit kind of um, unknown right now because we're not quite sure 
which parts of the ecosystem will work in, in a couple of weeks, in a couple of months. But basically, we, we plan to, to contribute, to build things, to build apps, and to start building stuff that, that fills in the blanks and brings volume to the chain and brings engagement to the chain and starts initiating people trading. For instance, if we built a, an NFT marketplace, people would be trading NFTs, buying NFTs. The new uh, members of the Lunk community who want to build will be launching their sets there and stuff like that. And then maybe we could have some kind of feature like, you know, uh, I don't know, 1% of the, the sale is, is directed towards burning or something like that. We want to create this, this kind of interesting flywheel where community members who, who really contribute, who support the chain, are rewarded for their actions. And the things we build also contribute to the chain. So uh, 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 quite, quite a large degree of that is maybe uncertain right now um, because of we don't know what will work and we don't know where the gaps will be other than obviously like NFTs and NFT marketplaces and stuff like that. But, you know, it's, it's whatever we're going to do is going to align with our long-term vision of, of rewarding the people who are loyal to the community, who invest their time and their money and their emotions. And also uh, it's going to align with the vision of making Lunk a long-term success, making sure it thrives. Yeah, that, that, that's perfect. I, I, I like the idea. Uh, and I've, I've been with LongDAO from the beginning and I'm not moving away from LongDAO. And I think that answers uh, a majority of my question in terms of, you know, what, what's the long-term strategy for, you know, how we're going to be moving forward and all of that stuff. Um, I really like that. Um, I'm definitely going to be sticking with Long Dow. Um, uh, I think for the most part is for me, I always think of, you know, I'm always thinking five, six steps ahead, right? You know, after mm -hmm. and delegation and all of that happens. And, and you know, after the 1.2 is implemented, you know, what's the next step for Long Dow? I'm thinking, I'm thinking ahead. So um, I think for the most part, you answer the question of, you know, at the moment, it's, it's basically work in progress. Right. And, and you want to know, like, you know, when all of that happens, um, this is the next step forward. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with long down. I'm going to keep I'm going to stick, definitely stick with long down. I'm trying to move my long right now, but I'm having challenges doing that. But, yeah, I, I think, you know, for the most part, I believe in what what it is long down has started. What they started from the get go. Right. The burn initiative, you know, burning their yield. That was that was the that was the killer game plan for me. Um, just burning the lung from from receiving you know delegation from Luna and burning that yield, um, burning Luna Classic with that yield, um, that was that was really really amazing. And and I'm just gonna keep up. I'm gonna keep doing that. I'm gonna keep following through with that. Um, uh, I think for you know for future for what it is that's going to happen going forward. Um, I think, you know, you answered most of the questions since you have NFTs coming up and I've seen, a, I've seen a lot of teasers from the long Dao, um, from, from the long Dao, um, from the, from, from the long Dao group. I've seen a lot of teasers that are coming up. So I'm pretty much excited about, you know, what's to come. Uh, and yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm going to stay with long Dao. So you guys keep that up and yeah. Thank you so much for answering the question. And thank you so much for having me speaking as well. Yeah, cool, man. Thank you. So overall, we have these intentions. Obviously, our, our biggest, like why, our biggest mission is to help the Lung blockchain, to help it thrive. And then everything we're doing in the short term is to help that, right? So, so everything on the short term, whether it's, it's burning Lung to get attention on the chain, um, starting this Lung validator, uh, doing different projects is all to help uh, Lung long-term thriving. So, so that, that's our mission. And then what we do in the short term kind of varies depending on what we feel is the best way to support Lunk. Um, 
Sometimes uh, we've said things that have, have been a little bit delayed, but that's because things like, for instance, the, the NFTs, uh, you know, we were having issues with the marketplaces, like a lot of the marketplaces on Lung didn't work. And then we wondered if they would still work after the upgrade. Um, so we wanted to pause a little bit to make sure everything worked properly. So a few things are paused just to do like technical reasons, but overall, our time, our energy, our focus is on making sure we do the absolute best thing to help Lung thrive in the long term. Yeah. Uh, Luna V, do you have another question? Yes, uh, thank you. I was wondering, uh, are you running your own servers or are you uh, running your node on uh, a service provider? And if so, yeah, what service provider is that? Yeah, we're running our own. Maybe, Jimmy, you could answer. Yeah, we're running our own uh, bare metal servers. So we're, we're doing a raw. We're not, we're not outsourcing this shit. We have, we have the server right here. right? We sit on the server. The server is our throne. Uh, let me, okay, someone else? Maybe uh, Tabby, Tabby H7. Sorry, can you hear me now? Oh, sorry, I think my mic was off. Yep, yep, um, yep go ahead. By the way, I, li I, I like your uh, tweets that you put up now and again, especially under your coach account that you've got. Um, just wanted to ask, uh, you know, when it comes to staking, right, uh, where do the awards come from then? I mean, are they going to be minting more tokens or where is it going to be populated from that you're going to be able to give out awards? No, no. The, the cool thing is it's completely non-inflationary. So I think everyone's familiar with like these these BSC shit coins and, and whatever else where you, you maybe invest and you stake and then it says like, oh, you're going to get 5,000% APY yeah, or something like that, something not. ridiculous. Yeah. Right, and then and then suddenly, what happens is you stake your amount, but your total value goes down because more and more inflationary coins are outputted. Right, so, yeah. so it's like you're getting more coins, but each individual coin is worth less. Here, it's completely different. It's it's a it's a distinct rewards pool that already has a lot of value in it, and that rewards pool is maybe Jimmy can explain where it's from originally. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went over this a little bit earlier, but happy to explain again. So um, back when Luna Classic and USD Classic, um, you know, when they were operational as an algorithmic stablecoin and um, a value capturing coin, um, anytime you wanted to essentially mint and burn, a small percentage of it would um, essentially, a senior rich fee would accrue in this rewards pool. Um, and this was quite a big deal and there were multiple um, events where Terraform Labs started to burn a whole bunch of Luna and essentially all of these rewards accrued uh, into this Oracle reward pool. I think before this was done, maybe staking on, uh, on, on Terra Classic was only like 5%. And then once they did this huge burn, um, it went up to about, I think it went up to about like 10, 11% or something like that. Uh, and of course, like during the whole DPEG event, when uh, UST and Luna both went to, to, to zero exponentially, um, yeah, a lot of those fees started to accrue inside this Oracle rewards pool. So uh, I'm happy to share the link where you can see exactly this address. It's all public. Mm -hmm. There's about 65 in, in today's valuation of USTC as well as Luna Classic. There's about like 65, 66 million in rewards. And these rewards are um, meant to be paid out over the course of two years. So um, the APY really is going to depend on... Um, you know how many how many people end up actually staking um, their their Luna Classic tokens, but you'll be paid in a myriad of like 
classic stable coins as well as Luna Classic. I think most of it is going to be coming in the form of Luna Classic, um, but you've got a chance to um, uh, you, you've got a chance to also swap all of these other uh, tokens that you get into uh, Luna Classic, whatever token that you desire. And will you be able to swap yeah. them in the Terra Station as well? Now I'm assuming if you get you can yeah. coins, right? Cool. That, that answered my second question as well. So perfect. And thanks for that. I will be looking to stake with Long Tower as well. You can you can swap in you can swap in Terra Station. There's just like a little fee for the the transaction costs. Also at the top of these spaces, I have linked a thread I wrote ages ago. You can see how ancient I am. Um, I wrote it earlier this year when Terra was still alive. Um, it's a thread about like where the rewards come from and how they're value based. So, so to answer your question, yeah, Jimmy already answered Perfect. it, but it, it, but it's all value based. It's a separate pool. It's not inflationary. Right. It's it's paid out from real accrued value rewards in the past. Right. Perfect. Right. Keep up the good work, coach, and uh, you're the alpha male in here, so keep control. <laughs> nice one. Thanks, man. Nice like, like ultimately, ultimately, I'm just trying to get laid here. Like, that's the whole reason I started. Like the DAO and like everything else. And, like, are you, are like, you just doing like, all- and on it? Like I'm getting like forty-two thousand people following and stuff. Like I am getting messages to get. So I'm hoping like it won't be long until like I do a voice call maybe, and then maybe in a year or so and meet up with someone and get laid. <laughs> Is this just all just just for clout? The, I don't like I don't I don't care about lunk. Like it's all about getting laid, right? <laughs> this is this is why I follow you. <laughs> this is why I follow you. Right, take it easy, guys. Thanks, I'm gonna hop into Tesco's now. I don't know whether really, you know what Tesco's is, but I'm gonna go do some shopping now. But thanks for answering that question. Good luck, uh, Mister. What's your name? M Green Eyes. Go ahead. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. I just just a quick question. Um, I'm most of my lunk is on uh, the ledger, so do I have to transfer some of it to uh, the terror station to stake, or can I still interact with my ledger? Uh, I think you need to to transfer it all to the the Terra Station um, native wallet, the Terra native blockchain. That's where the staking happens. Um, you can, so yeah. Wait, what do you mean by it's on your ledger? Uh, I have it on my ledger, you, but you, I can, um, I have to open up the Terra Station to uh, access it. Yeah, you're. It's fine where it is. You can stake it using your ledger. You're fine where you're at. Lunk doesn't. Okay. Lunk Dow doesn't know. My mistake. Like, yeah. ter- terabytes knows. So if you want to stick My with someone that knows what they're talking about, feel free to stick with terabytes. Also the, the, the Terra wallet, the Terra Station wallet is actually quite advanced relative to, say, MetaMask or, you know, Phantom or any other uh, wallets out there. You can actually interact with um, the Terra Station and Ledger over Bluetooth. You don't even have to connect it to a computer or anything like that you can just use it from your phone if you wanted to yeah yeah cool Ili Ria, do you want to speak first i think you were first yes uh thank you very much uh initially personally i would like to thank lung dao for their contribution uh, to the community to the raising uh, the phoenix from the ashes uh, i think that most of the people that invested are very happy with uh, what's happening and uh, you played a crucial role. Uh, I'm not so much into, I mean, I understand the blockchain, but not so much on technicalities. I just need one clarification. When we speak about 1.2% tax burn, does that uh, mean that any kind of interaction or transaction 
including sending from Terra Station to centralized exchanges, vice versa, whatever it takes place within the amount, specific amount, is subject of 1.2% burn tax. Thank you very much. Uh, do any of you guys know this? I'm not quite sure about how constrained it is, if it applies to everything or not. Yeah, I think uh, it's going to have, have to happen on chain. So, you know, if you're trading on centralized exchanges, you know, the, the money is actually not moving around on the blockchain when you're trading on a centralized exchange. Um, so, yeah, so you have to take the, but um, moving to and from a centralized exchange to the blockchain, I think that will incur um, the 1.2% 1. tax burn. Okay, thank you very much. I think it's important also for other people uh, within this uh, space room, you know, to understand this point if they want to interact, uh, sell or buy or whatever they mm. mean. So this was very important for me just to understand, you know. But thank you. Thank you once more time and thank you for the opportunity to listen to very valuable information here. Thank you. No yeah, problem, man. There, there are other centralized exchanges. I think there's a couple like... In the past, there was Messi and Coinin who um, kind of just, you know, implemented their own burn on their centralized exchange. But um, as far as I'm aware, like the, the big ones like Coinin, Binance, others, they have not implemented um, any type of burn on their, on, on their internal servers on the centralized exchange. Yes. Thank you. Thank you one more time. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Kryptoshi, go ahead. Hey guys, just want to say thank you for everything you guys are doing, um, working hard tirelessly. Um, I was just curious, I just got my Terra station set up. Uh, I don't see a long uh, receiving contract yet, correct? Uh, what do you mean? Do you mean your wallet address or do you mean the Lunk DAO validator or what? I'm not quite understanding. Oh, look, sorry, to, to receive the Lunk coins. Um, all I see is Luna, correct? Uh, what What do you have? Do you have the, the mobile app or the, the, the Chrome version or what? Yeah, it's the mobile app. So um, I don't have it now. One sec. So if you open up your mobile app, let me do it now so I can show you. If you open up your mobile app and you click the bottom right-hand corner for more, and then set and then settings and then click on mainnet for network and oh, okay. make, make sure it's on classic rather than mainnet okay boss thank you i appreciate that that's all and then you see your um, and if you want to find your wallet address you just click on the top right so whatever your wallet name is you click on that and it'll come up with a full address you can just copy if anyone is struggling to find their lunk coins make sure you switch it to to classic net rather than mainnet Mainnet is for Luna and, and ClassicNet is for Lunk. Yeah, well, while you're adding people up here, I got a message from Akajuro on Discord. Um, he wanted me to talk about if we had any plans on UST Repeg. Um, honestly, I think there's a lot of good ideas floating around there right now um, for USTC. And um, obviously, like the Terra Rebels has an amazing Discord and they have a whole uh, channel. Um, kind of just uh, dedicated to UST revitalization plans. Um, you've got some crazy imagination, uh, imaginors in there um, cooking things up. I'm sure that uh, I'm also, you know, checking in there and uh, contributing where I can, essentially just get an idea of what's possible out there. 
Um, I think it's kind of interesting just looking at the amount of, you know, the stats on the amount of USTC out there, um, as well as uh, the amount of Luna Classic that's out there, right? So I think currently USDC is trading right around like 30 cents or so. And then we have, um, I think there's like 200 million outstanding USDC or something like that. Obviously, like that's a lot. Uh, less than Luna Classic, but uh, I hope to see like some kind of synergy between uh, Luna Classic as well as USDC uh, again in the near future. But I don't think there's anything concrete and totally fleshed out that the community is gravitating towards. But rest assured, there's definitely people thinking about uh, what to do with USDC. Mm, for sure. I think <laughs> the other day we, we jokingly renamed our uh, Lunk DAO to USDC DAO. Um, just as a joke. But I think uh, another thing we're thinking about doing is maybe starting another validator in future and having the yield for that validator go towards USTC repair pans. So maybe something like as, as simple as, as burning USTC uh, or as, as complicated as whatever the, the sophisticated plans are to, to invest in, in ways to rebuild. So we're thinking about that as well. We're thinking about like there are, you know, everyone is obviously invested in Lunk, but some people are more interested in, in, in USTC. And USDC is interesting because it is the, uh, quite a pivotal part of a lot of the ecosystem that is currently not working. So if that can work again, if it can be recollateralized, if it can be fixed, a lot of the stuff will, will work that is currently not working. And that'll raise a lot of the value in the ecosystem. So there's a big incentive to fix uh, USDC. We're not quite sure how it'll happen, but, but we're definitely thinking about like, how to support it. Um, go ahead, Bistu. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys, and thank you for your vibes because it's really amazing to, to see your post every day. Um, just a quick question, because uh, before the, the DPEG, we had an entire ecosystem, right? We have the Luna and all the stuff around it, which makes uh, people very involved into the, the Luna and uh, the UST. So now we have everything, or a lot of projects moved to uh, Luna 2.0. What's the interest for people to get into Lunk? Uh, and is there any informations, uh, any insights, uh, maybe of uh, collaboration uh, between Lunk and Luna, actually? Jimmy, any ideas? Yeah, I'm just trying to think right now. I think like one of the things that we need to also do is re-enable some of the IBC channels on Terra Classic, right? I think that um, can come after we enable the parameter change for the 1.2% tax burn. Um, but essentially, maybe not just looking at you know Terra 2.0 as a choice of a collaboration, but um, really, once the IBC channels are re-enabled, we can go to any number of Cosmos chains, right? We can go directly to Osmosis, or um, we can go to Injective, or we can go to any of the new protocols like Kajira or Say, um, e even even EVM chains like FMOS, right? Like IBC really opens up the doors to a, a lot of the other ecosystems beyond um, Terra Classic and uh, Terra 2.0 as well. Um, I think. One thing that uh, the Terra Classic community definitely has uh, above the rest is just the community, right? So many um, passionate people uh, continue to, uh, you know, give this give this uh, this chain love. Um, and I think a lot of the other a lot of the other chains, like let's just say, you know, say Juno, Osmosis, and uh, Injective, they don't they don't really have a narrative. They don't really have stories and and people excited to to use their protocol. I think um, I think 
the collaborations would come when, when they see the chain is live, see IBC is back enabled, um, and we can move our funds freely throughout the Cosmos ecosystem. Of course, like there's a lot of steps and it's not the easiest thing to do, but um, once things uh, get rolling, we'll be happy to share how to do these things with you. Great, thank you very much. And just another quick question is about the validators because you have said that you are running one. Actually, we can't see it, uh, so it will be uh, updated as soon as the blockchain restart, right? Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be online as as soon as it starts. Um, currently, we we took over the what was formerly the Galactic Punks validator. They were like the you see some of their NFTs in here. There are like if you scroll down, there are a lot of them. Um, the Galactic Punks validator, they were like the, the foremost, the biggest NFT set on the, the former uh, Lung blockchain before the crash. We've taken over their validator and it, it's currently like technically offline, but all we need to do to, to re-enable it is to stake one Lung to ourselves. And that, <laughs> happens, that happens as soon as um, the, the, the chain is upgraded. So as soon as it's upgraded, then Lung Dell will appear. Perfect. You, you, you'll have my link, my link, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for your time. Cool. I, I think the other thing I want to say, maybe to your, your question earlier, is you were talking about kind of like, um, you know, people obviously migrated to, to Luna 2.0. Um, and there was a sense of like, there's been a kind of a flow outwards away from, from Lunk. And, you know, is it going to come back again? I think it will. I think that, I think a lot of the builders, I think a lot of people who migrated away from, from Luna Classic, did so because they considered it to be dead, right? So the, the death spiral happened. Everyone lost their entire net worth. Um, and, and at that point, they said, you know, like, this is a write-off. This is a car that is completely fucking destroyed by a car crash. It's dead. Like, <laughs> we ought to move on to somewhere else. But I think, I think it will surprise them. I think it will surprise them when, when Lunk starts to regenerate again, when it starts to have new life. Um, when people come and stake here, when there are, there's a huge surge in new wallets created, because obviously people create wallets to stake. Um, when people start taking an interest, when people in the community start to uh, maybe start building things, you know, I've heard of lots of different projects. There's, um, you know, the first one I think I heard of was was Metagloria, the NFT collection, and and, and uh, I think they're doing a game as well. Um, but I think as soon as staking re-enables. And as soon as people start creating more wallets and as soon as uh, more, more attention and focus comes on the chain, like, hey, this is actually going to work, then more people start building. And I also think that people who migrated to the new chain, Terra2, will start to look back and think, hey, you know, we, we built something here. We built an, uh, an app. Maybe it can work again. You know, there's, there's a hell of a lot of people who have just focused now 100% of their energy on building stuff on the new chain. And that is mostly down to the fact that they thought this chain was dead. So when they realize it's not, I think a lot are going to come back and maybe split their efforts. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I definitely share your, your vision uh, on that. And I'm very happy to, to hear that and to feel the same vibe uh, there. And of course, you have all my Luna uh, on your validators and you'll have all my link uh, on the other one. So thank you very much, guys, for everything. Thanks for, for all the cocaine you funded. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Luna V. Yeah, thank you. Um, I w just wanted to quickly comment on Jimmy's uh, IBC uh, channel opening uh, idea. I think it's a great idea, but I, th I think uh, it needs to happen way further down the line because uh, right now we have to kind of like focus inwards, inwards, focus on the chain stuff. We can, uh, yeah, we can, uh, we can uh, work on basically. Um, 
we can work on them when they're just simply on the chain with uh, swapping functions, etc. PP and the burn tags. Um, and if if we open up IBC channels, it gets messy quickly, and then there's stuff we cannot really uh, have our um, have our force on, right? Yeah, I think like there's definitely a lot to focus in on just on uh, our ecosystem itself. Um, again, like just to reiterate on the USDC bit, because you know most of the pairs. Um, the the tokens on um, Terra Classic, almost all the pairs were um, with USTC, right? So if we don't have that, there's almost no liquidity, and, and we need reasons for people to provide liquidity and, and reasons for people to be excited and, and trade and, and do things uh, on Terra Classic. Um, and as far as like opportunities outside, uh, yes, yeah, still definitely still yet to be seen, but um, I think. You know, if we can drum up the excitement and uh, the on-chain activity that we have on Terra Classic, I think folks would want us to re-enable uh, IPC. Yeah, definitely. I'm also in. Uh, I also share that opinion, but my point is that we first have to focus inwards, basically, and clean up inwards and do our stuff on-chain, and then we can focus on on moving towards and putting out our our. Uh, uh, our hands to to other other chains basically because then it gets uh, and then everything needs to be in place basically and everything has to be made sure of that such a deepak is never happening again and i mean the minting um the, the swapping function did somehow work on chain but we just couldn't like affect what was happening off chain right with uh, all the cxs coins and on other chains yeah that's exactly right Cool. If anyone has any questions, last questions, then then just request to speak and we'll ask them. Long Dao, you invited me onto the stage. Yeah, I, like I was feeling a little bit scared and intimidated that there were so many Americans and Canadians and people around the world. I just wanted another British person. How are we, sirs? It's a very big day for Long Dao, right? You, you could say so, but you know, we make it big every day. So now you re- you re- revealed kind of like your uh, your home country, boy. Uh, maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't know. Um, does anyone else have any questions about staking? We'll answer them now. If you do, just request to speak. Don't be shy. We don't bite. We're very gentle people. We're very loving. We caress you, kiss you. I've got a question. Um, maybe you covered it already. I heard you guys say that you're taking over the GP validator. Does that mean that no new validators can enter the set for the time being? Yeah, there's like a, so one of the peculiarities of right now is that, that there's like a 60 day um, kind of postponement for allowing new validators. So if you want to have a validator now, you've got to like buy out an existing one or take it over or something or have it donated. So, you know, obviously for us, like we don't have, we have some things, but we don't have other things. Like we don't have brains, but we do have the ability to give sexual favors. So we gave some sexual favors to Galactic Punk's validator, uh, and they gave us a, their, their, their validator. Um, I don't want to go into specific details, Ryan, because it involves people that you love. Understood, understood. Uh, hello, everyone. I'm really pleased. Uh, I think that my audio is working. It was not working earlier on. Uh, I'm really pleased to be up on the stage with uh, the nefarious Langtao and uh, Jimmy and also the Ryan Lion as well. I'm familiar with all of you. I know your wallet address. Uh, I would like to just say, number one, I'm really impressed with everything that's happening with the Langtao, everything that you have done for the Luna chain. 
Uh, but second of all, I would like to ask the question, uh, you know, I'm the only person here, uh, maybe Ryan as well, who does not operate a, uh, a validator himself. You know, what is the, the reason why you would not want to stake your coins? Is there a reason you would not want to do this? Uh, you mean with us specifically or with validators in with, general? Uh, with anybody whatsoever. Uh, I would say that no, there's no reason not to. The only reason not to is maybe if you're like, you have some kind of illness and you want to spend uh, money on your immediate medical bills. For instance, like you, you have a, a gangrenous leg that's about to drop off and you need to pay for private medical uh, doctors to chop it off immediately. Otherwise, it's going to kill you. I think otherwise, staking makes sense for almost everyone. I think the the twenty one day lockup is is quite short objectively, and uh, and the rewards are massive. I think you know if you're here, you should at least believe in the future of the chain. I think that the the release of staking tomorrow is really the next chapter in the story of Lunk. It's huge. I think I think when that happens, there's going to be a new life, a new kind of invigoration around Lunk. Um, it's like an ignition switch, right? So new wallets will be created, new people will flow into the chain. They'll want to do things on chain. They'll want to spend their rewards in different ways. They'll be much more interested. I think crypto Twitter as a whole will be doing a kind of a reversal, right? Of like, Lunk is dead. You know, this, this chain is dead. Like, let's ignore it. Let's move on to suddenly like, oh, hang on a minute. It's rising from the ashes. It's like a phoenix. They'll be amazed. They'll be baffled. They'll be surprised. I think a lot of the attention that was, that was lost or kind of the attention that was mostly uh, dismissal or sadness or grief will, will come back again. And I think when that happens, um, we're going to see something tremendous. I think that it's also interesting in kind of like a, a big picture level, right? Because I think blockchains in general are fascinating because with a company that suffered this much loss, like imagine a company lo losing like $60 billion worth of value, it would certainly be dead, right? But with blockchain, so long as there's validators running, so long as there's a community, um, so long as there's people willing to build there, and so long as there's governance, they can rise again from the ashes. And I think that's what we're seeing here with Lung. We're it's hard to kill us. It's hard to kill us. Say again? It, it is hard to kill a blockchain, and especially us as a community. Yeah, it, it's super fucking hard. Like, they just want to live and live and live like zombies, right? Especially here. Like, um, one peculiarity here is that there are around two years of, of staking rewards in the Oracle rewards pool. So the current staking rewards last for two years. So we essentially have um, around two years to find a way to keep the chain running, right? So we have we have two years to make sure that the, the validators are paid in some way. So that's like a problem to solve. And I think, uh, personally, I, I believe big time in like human ingenuity. I believe in like, you know, the power of ideas and the power of community, um, the power of people to make things happen. I think that uh, there are many, many avenues, many, many options. And I, 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 I truly believe we'll find a way forward. I think we have enough time to come up with it. And I think we have enough brain power cumulatively to come up with it. Um, Polycarp, maybe you want to speak. I'll just accept. Yeah, go ahead, uh, Polycarp. You got something to say? You need to unmute. Or if not, um, Shib D. Okay. Shib Dom. You can hear me now? Hi, how are you guys doing? Sorry, go ahead, Polycarp first, and then Shib Dom, you can speak yeah, I was, afterwards. I was asking, I, I, I have uh, the Terra Station app, but I, yeah. I couldn't locate Lang because... Only Luna 2 is there. So how does someone add the uh, LANG? Do you have the mobile app? Yeah, it's the mobile app that I have. So, so if you open the mobile app and you go to the bottom of the page, on the right-hand side, there are three, three lines where it says more. Yes. 
You got that? And then you go on settings. Uh-huh. And then network, it'll say mainnet probably, right? So you want to click on network and you want to switch it to classic. Okay. Settings. And then if you go network mainnet, then to classic. Yeah, I have I've gotten it. So mainnet is the lunar network, the lunar 2.0 network, and, and classic is the, the lunk network. Oh. So make sure it's a classic network. And then if you've sent uh, Lunk to your wallet, you should see them appear in your wallet, so long as you've selected Classic Network. Okay. Thank you so much. I've gotten it. Cool. Awesome. Okay. Spread the word. I think that's probably the, probably the most uh, common issue we'll face, like, where's my Lunk? Right. <laughs> so go to your app, click on the settings, and switch to Classic Network. Yeah. Does anyone else want to speak? Any last uh, comments or thoughts? Orbital Command or anyone? They shipped the, uh, yeah. sorry, I forgot, shipped on. Yeah, Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. I just had a quick question. I have about 50 million in uh, Lunk, uh, Lunk in my crypto.com app, and I want to stake all that in the Lunk station. Is there a way to transfer from my crypto.com app to that app? Uh, yeah. So the first thing you need to do is create a Terra Station wallet. So you can either create a mobile wallet or a desktop wallet. For, for Mac and Windows, I think they're available, or a, a Chrome wallet, right? So it's all the same thing. It's just different ways yeah. of accessing it. When you've done that, um, at the top, so, so you go through the process of creating a wallet. Make sure you write down your, your seed phrase and your password and everything else. Make sure you, you put it on paper and, and store it inside a Bible or whatever religious book you're a fan of. Um, when you've done all that, at the top of the app or at the top of the, the, the Chrome app will be your wallet address. Um, and on, on crypto.com, I don't know how it works exactly. I've never used it, but there'll be a way to, to withdraw. Like usually you transfer to a main wallet rather than the, the trading wallet. Usually you transfer to a main wallet and then there's an option to withdraw and you just enter your, your new Terra Station wallet there um, and you don't need a memo. And then when you've done that, when you've checked everything, um, that it's definitely the right address, then you just, then you just submit and uh, it should transfer within a few minutes. Got it. So on the main uh, app I have here, I just create a new wallet and I name it password, confirm password. And then I will have my wallet, my new wallet with the Lunk station. Yeah, I think that's right. So w once you have your uh, wallet and then uh, I would also test out a small, small transaction first, maybe like a hundred or something like that. Um, wait a few minutes for it to show up and then you can, you know, send, send whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, yeah. Test transactions are awesome. Like send one dollar or a hundred dollars or something first, whatever your like a small share to make sure it's got there. Does that Thank you. I appreciate it. Yep, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, Jimmy. I was wondering. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh shit. Sorry. Um, yeah, I was wondering if the Oracle pool is at the moment getting any funds from swapping function on the Terra wallet. No, I don't think it is. I think that's all disabled. Was it just uh, from the minting and uh, minting and burning process? Yeah, I think. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think all of that was just the the original algorithm, right? The original um, uh, supply expansion and contraction, the original mint and burn, um, and and now it was taken offline. But but I suppose that doesn't mean that that down the road there can't be a governance proposal to to re-enable some aspect of that or a a new version of that, right? So, so it's kind of a peculiar situation now where the, the rewards pool, the Oracle rewards pool is quite big. It has, I think, you know, at current rates, like 65, 67 million, something like that in dollars. Um, so it's going to pay out for two years. But I think one and a half years, right? One and a half? Uh, 
Jimmy, I, th- I think it's something, yeah, something in that region anyway. It doesn't really matter the, the details. But we essentially have that amount of time to come up with a new way to fund the validators to make sure they're still online, right? So um, that's like our problem to solve, if you like. So we're fine for now. And, and stuff moves quickly in the blockchain. Like, you know, look at how quickly all this has happened from destruction to, to um, this, this whole burn movement to this whole community generated out of thin air. And then Terror Rebels, the code base and the implementation of that, all of that stuff happens super, super quickly, right? So um, to go from, from where we were, the, the absolute depths of hell to here is a long way. So I, I really, personally, I really trust in, in the, the brain power of the community to fix this, to come up with ways to, to get more um, sustainable rewards. Um, I believe in that personally. Yeah, I also believe in that. Uh, can I jump in real quick here about the crypto.com? Um, transferring. Go ahead. Um, you have to wait. If you make the new uh, wallet transfer address, they make you wait 24 hours to try it again after you try it the first time for like safety precautions or something. And there, there is no memo for Terra Station. And uh, I sent a little bit first just to make sure it worked. And it actually took a few hours for it to go through. Um, like one after my 24 hours was up, it took a few hours to go through. It was like pending and then it went through and then I, you know, sent what I, what else I wanted to send over there. Mm-hmm. Cool. From, so, from the crypto.com. Yeah. There's like a 24 hour wait holder when you add a new address to send to yeah. withdraw from it. So a lot of people now that want to stake tomorrow, like in the U S time and Eastern time where we're at, it's like around five, PM Eastern, they need to set it up now. That way their 24 hours has passed. Yeah, yeah. good point. So so I, I think if, if anyone here is currently on a centralized exchange and you want to stake, make sure you do it ASAP because um, two things happen. So firstly, as uh, as Vargas said, sometimes it can take a while to to remove, uh, to withdraw Lunk from an exchange. Um, just, just do the normal process of like verification and stuff. But the other point is that that many exchanges will halt for this upgrade, right? So they need to to update their code and do whatever they need to do. And they also need to, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not as technical as to understand what's happening on centralized exchanges, but certainly a lot of exchanges, including Binance, have notified everyone that they're gonna pause at some point. So if you wanna receive those, those highest, most juicy rewards, make sure you transfer your Lunk now. Make sure you set up your, your Terra Station wallet, make sure you transfer your Lunk now um, so it's ready for, for, for the opening of staking and then you'll get the highest rewards possible. Isabella, do you have a question? Yes, how do I buy, I just joined and I don't really know anything about this. How do I buy um, Lunk? So do you have a, an account on an exchange, like a centralized exchange like Binance or, or Qcoin or Coinbase or something like that? Unfortunately, no, I haven't been able to figure out any of those things. Okay, so, so if you go to binance.com or, or .us or wherever you are, uh, and sign up, you have to, <laughs> it'll take a while because you need to verify your identity, right? So these days, whenever you sign up to a centralized exchange, uh, mostly anyway, they, they, they have you verify your identity in order to receive uh, fiat funding. So you need to sign up on Binance or Coinbase or, or Qcoin or somewhere else, and verify your identity generally, and then you need to transfer some money on there. And when you've transferred some money on there, you'll, you'll be able to find a, a marketplace where you can swap um, maybe uh, USD for USDT, and then swap USDT for Lunk. So it's a little bit of a convoluted process um, involving identity verification. 
but yeah, you, I think you can do it. I think you're smart enough. Uh, real quick, and if she's in the United States, that Binance.us does not carry the lock. Cannot oh, does it not? Does it not? Yeah, you have to, yeah pretty much. If, if you're in the U.S., crypto.com is pretty much your primary, you know, run the mill mm. top exchange you can you can you can use and right now for 30 days there's no uh ap there's no there's no uh credit card fee you sign up okay so should i use my credit card or should i use like direct deposit from the bank uh, i would use credit card because direct deposit usually takes a few days to go through where your debit card is automatic you'll have to buy like he said usd mm. uh, uh like through set up a crypto.com account you'll have to use your identification your uh state license and you have to take pictures of it and then put your social security number so the IRS can track you and go from there. And then you can add whatever, whatever you know, amount you want and convert it from USD to um, LUNC. But yeah, fees, are, cool. fees, fees are going to be higher like that, to be honest. Oh, how do I make it so that there's no fees or less well, fees? Well, right now there's no fees on crypto.com if you, for 30 days when you use your debit card. They're like waving the first 30, whatever transaction piece. Oh, that, so that's just like a 30-day special right now? Yeah, and it's only like, it's very small. It's like 1% one, 1 or something. Okay, okay. This is, I think Isabella, you can figure it out. We'll move on to Tan V now. Hi, uh, thank you for having me. Uh, I just want to uh, ask you uh, that uh, where do you see uh, Lunek in six months? Uh, one year or two years. Uh, I am very thankful to all validators who who co contributed uh, to whole uh, community of uh, Lunak. Thank you. Personally, I see. I this is my own opinion, not financial advice. I see uh, Lunk doing better than it is now in six months because um, there was like think about what happened. There was the death spiral. The whole ecosystem destructed. There was enormous um, general sentiment that it was dead, like everything was destroyed, um, everything went to zero. Uh, obviously, Do Kwon and TFL and all these people had enormous amount of negative uh, perception around them. Some, you know, a, a lot of it kind of untrue and, and is going to be updated later, but, but whatever. Like the, clearly, the, the, the public view on social media was very, very negative, right? So, so think about like, uh, the fact that it was it was like suppressed as as pretty much as low as it could go, right? The, the sentiment was as low as it could go. It was considered to be dead. So now we're we're re-enabling staking. Um, I think it's like a breath of fresh air, right? It's it's a new breath of life. People are creating wallets. People are coming to the chain. People are realizing, hey, you know, um, there are validators still running this chain. There are there are new community members going to start validators. Um, there are people starting to build here again. It's, it's, I think it's interesting. I think that, that um, you know, we're, we're going to kind of transition to, you know, it was definitely dead. The sentiment of like, this thing is dead towards, hey, you know, there's actually a possibility here of, of regeneration. And I think that's what the next um, six months are about, this, this, this chance of regeneration. But, but obviously everything so is, is not guaranteed, right? Like, like who knows? This is crypto. <laughs> everything could go to zero. Everything could go to to a hundred. Whatever. I don't know. Who knows? No. In 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 two years, uh, do you see that it will hit uh, one dollar? No, I, I don't think anyone could tell you that. I think if anyone tells you that, they're a dishonest person, and you should probably uh, unfollow them. Hello. Thank you. Yeah. Go ahead. 
Oh, okay. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me. And uh, I want to just say thank you to you, Lungdao, because you've done so much for the community. And that's uh, a, re a really nice thing that not anybody can do. So thank you first. And uh, my question is, um, so uh, I didn't listen all the all the live. So I want to ask you for the for the staking. Uh, there is going to be a, like a reward, a reward uh, daily, weekly, monthly, and or uh, something else. I don't know. Oh, and well, it's uh, better. It's way better. It's um, it's every it's every six seconds. So every oh. single block that's that's processed on the blockchain pays out a reward for validators. So um, let, let's say you staked 1 million lunk tomorrow, right? When, when staking opens, you'll be receiving rewards from the first six seconds, right? And then if you come back in a day or something, you'll receive rewards up until then. And you'll be able to claim those rewards at any time. So there's no, um, there's no lockup period. There's no frequency uh, for uh, the reward payout. It's constant every block. Okay, that's so nice. Thank you so much for the for the info. Can I just ask you the last thing? Um, what numbers are we are we talking about? Like, I'm going to stake, let's say, a uh, two million lunk or one million lunk to to be, you know, uh, easy, uh, for like uh, one week. How many lunks will uh, I get? Like, I don't want exact number, but like an estimate, yeah. you know. So, so the, the rewards pool has, I think, around $65 million in it right now. Um, the amount you receive, uh, the, the, the rate you receive will depend entirely on how many people are staking, right? So, so the, the, the rewards are basically split. So I think uh, somebody said earlier that the rewards are paid out for a year and a half. And this $65 million is split up across that time period. So um, I don't know how much that is, maybe $3 million a month or something like that. Is going to be paid out to to lunk stakers three million dollars a month is going to be paid out to lunk stakers so it, it it heavily depends on how many people stake the less people stake the higher the rewards will be um the more people stake the lower the rewards will be but i think it'll be pretty high like it's it's definitely competitive um and i also think that if you're going to stake you should be thinking longer term right it's not a quick in and out if you're going to stake it takes about 21 days to to unstake So if you really want to make the best of the rewards, you're, you're probably looking at like staking for three, six, nine months or longer. Um, you have to think like this is a long-term thing for, for you. And you have to believe in the regeneration of the lung blockchain. Um, that, that's where staking makes sense. And that's where you really benefit from the rewards. But it, but it entirely depends on how many people stake and we don't know that yet. Um, we know there's, there's a lot of rewards in the pool, but we don't know how many people they'll be split up among. Okay, that's nice. Thank you for filling my info and uh, thank you again for uh, everything uh, that you have done for the community. Seriously, uh, greetings and have a nice, a nice night to everybody. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Maybe last question. Whoever requests to speak first has the last question. Hmm, no questions. That's good. Well, um, Thank you for, for joining everyone. I think uh, maybe to summarize again, I think, I think staking uh, activates tomorrow. It's in around 26 hours now, activates tomorrow. And I think staking is, is really the next chapter, the next phase in the story of Lunk that really um, creates a new foundation, a new realm of possibilities for the Lunk blockchain. And, and I think we'll see many, many people flow into the chain, create wallets, um, be staking, have rewards to spend, I think uh, social media will go crazy. I think that when they see this rising from the ashes, this apparently dead coin, 
this apparently a coin that had disappeared, had gone off the map, had completely erased, extinguished, is suddenly rising from the ashes again, suddenly becoming functional again. Um, they'll be amazed. I think they'll be baffled. I think they'll be surprised. I think that, that the attention, uh, the world's attention that was previously focused on the destruction of the blockchain will focus back on, on it regenerating. And I think that that is very exciting. I think that's quite a unique thing in crypto, right? Never before has, has a chain that was almost completely dead revived from the dead, has, has risen from the, the ashes like a phoenix, right? Um, so I think that's interesting. I think that's fascinating. I think as LunkDAO, we're, we're personally super, super excited. This is what we envisioned a very, very long time ago, three months ago during the death spiral. We had this vision of, you know, like this, okay, we've lost a lot of money, but at the same time, there's a huge amount of potential here, right? There's all the apps, all, all the focus, all of the investors in the Lung blockchain, they're still here. So surely we can take all those resources and build something again. You know, it's, it's, for us, it's like a heartfelt mission. Um, we would like to see this regenerate. We would like to see this revive. And more than that, we'd like to see it thrive. That's, that's our mission. That's why we started LunkDAO. That's why we started this whole uh, concept of, of burning in the first place, because we believed in, 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 in these, these fundamental things would, would draw attention to the chain and help us regenerate it. And for staking to open tomorrow is like, is, is something we've been envisioning for a very long time. You know, <laughs> right from the very first days, we were saying, you know, when is staking going to re-enable? It's, it's unfair for the, the closed pool of validators to receive all of these rewards. And finally, it's opening to the whole community. Um, so I think that's, that's amazing. Uh, I think that LunkDAO is objectively the best validator in the world. I think we do things better than everyone, even uh, Bytes Digital. <laughs> I think, uh, no, li listen, our, our mission here is, is to support the Lung blockchain, to make it thrive, to make Lung great again. We're, we're going to donate our yield towards burning. We're going to invest in the ecosystem. Uh, we're going to build things. We're going to release NFT sets. We're going to hopefully build an NFT marketplace if we can, or whatever is wise at the time. We're going to invest time in educating people. Um, Orbital Command is here as well. And they're also in the same boat of, of helping people learn about this because we realize many people here are new entrants. They want to learn. They've just arrived for the first time. They don't realize the, the vastness and the beauty of the ecosystem. So they're here for the first time. Um, so we're doing all these things. We're 100% we're focused on the community. Um, we think that, that staking with us is probably the best option. But if you're not going to stake with us or if you want to split it up, I'd say make sure you, you stake with community validators, people who are active voices. Um, I think Happy Caddy Crypto. I think Terra Rebels, I think many others, I think Order Command, um, who's more of an OG validator, but they're still in support of this chain. Uh, make sure you, you, you stake with people who truly support the chain, who truly support the Lung blockchain. That means uh, actively speaking, actively supporting governance proposals, actively building, actively participating, being on Twitter all the time, right? It means really being a community member. Um, don't stake your Lung with people who are silent validators who don't really support the community. Make sure it's people who are active, who truly have their heart and their skin in the game. Um, yeah, so, so thank you everyone for, for the space today. Really enjoyed it, really enjoyed the questions. Hope you've um, had everything you wanted to ask answered. Uh, if not, we're always contactable. If you've got a good question, message on Telegram or Twitter, uh, message anywhere. Uh, remember, LunkDAO is the best validator in the world. Nobody does it better. We're the real pimp daddy of Lunk. Uh, we always will be. Um, and we'll do exceptional things together. Thank you, everyone, and good night. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Lunk Dow and the 24-hour countdown to Lunk Staking. Congratulations, by the way. How to stake, APYs, and more. A Q&A 
with the coach and stable gym and more recorded on thursday august 25th 2022 for terraspaces.org i'm finn thanks for listening down the street in my six foe. I never had a six foe. A kid can wish though. I snapped a wishbone and grabbed a fistful. Chilling with the dopey, this a weed is all I wish for. I'm feeling blissful. I got a missus. My ginger always down to ride no matter what the mission. I'm singing this song. Got a couple albums out. We do alright, but it ain't really shit to write home about. Like to feed the fishbowl. Keep my stories mystical. I like my beats. Boom, bap and rap to be lyrical. I'm feeling cynical. Craving a little ritual. Save my place in line while I try to find a miracle. I keep looking and looking and looking, but never find nothing. We've been lied to, thinking this surprise under super secret lies. Motherfucker sneak inside, going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Trying to stay offensive Trespassing here like this land looks expensive Ain't no time like the present Trying to stake a claim Just make sure your claim stays away from all these other claims We're almost kind of running out of land here Living in the day of the dead and it's damn weird Same teams y'all, we just trying to get a bite to eat A little rest saved up, waiting for my time to sleep Head down, middle fingers up, yo I'm wide awake Never hesitate to stay about a hundred miles away Seven time and space while the wrecking ball the place I expect you all to play, running marathons today When the... Sick get sicker and the rich get richer It might be about time to rearrange our dinner Fix the system, the shit, it's all nicks Waking up early, gonna suck today's Going dark now, believe me when I say the shit is do or die Going dark now, believe me when I say the shit is do or die Totally gonna take care of Angela, man. He's he's great. He's a wonderful lab partner, so it's gonna be cool. We'll keep an eye on her. Why don't you go fuck yourself, you weird little prick? I'm a teacher, okay? You can't talk to me like that, guy. I'm not a student, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Terror spaces.